0: all right welcome to the show contractor talk with richie kidwell building damage experts and every week we have a new podcast and a new show for Mm -hmm. you uh i'm your host richie kidwell we have attorney hans kennan with the kennan law group here with us today talking about what the figa so what that means is is we're going to talk about the home insurance Pro, uh, claims handling process. More specifically, if you have a carrier like UPC that went into receivership recently mm-hmm. in the state of Florida and went over to FIGA, what that means and what to expect. What's going on,
1: Hans? I'm um, glad to be here, as always. We've been, we've been just, what, like four, is it like four years now? Three? I mean, it's been a long time. Uh, and it entry. has
0: been, and over the years the show has changed. We were at Florida Man Radio. It was a live mm-hmm. calling show on Saturdays. Yeah. Flipped over to like a Sunday situation, and now we're like, now here, here we are. Like, well, Sunday before that, my bad. It was Sunday way before that when I did so long. Then we went to Saturdays, and now here we are uh, in a podcast, in a video podcast, uh, not, not, uh, no doubt either. We're really just like worldwide now. Really? Right. And you can find us anywhere. China, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Uh, YouTube is where we'd want you to go. If you're watching us now on Facebook, go over to our YouTube page, find out more about us, like us, subscribe us, listen and watch every show. If you're on Spotify, you can listen to every show there. All the audio is streamed over there. So every week a new show is out. Um, now since we, since we, Uh, switched over to full-time podcast video podcast we're now much shorter because we were on the radio for two hours Mm -hmm. on uh, on iheart radio for the past years yeah and now we're uh now we're out of that bit and now we're just on podcast only so no commercials it's just all the way through so now we're going to shorten them up a little bit about 20 30 minute episodes so you Mm -hmm. don't get too bored here on on a subject we can talk about these this stuff forever so.
1: And, and, and we have. So which is why I think this format is going to be better. And we used to go to commercial break and I, I would try to like remember my thoughts like for after the break. And I okay. felt like the momentum would kind of drop. Right. You have to bring it back up. So now we can just kind of kind of go with the topic until uh, until we think we've uh, we've run out of uh, important information for the consumer. That's right. That's
0: right. And uh, if you are a consumer listening and uh, you have uh, had to deal with this type of home insurance claims process, this is a show you want to listen to, mm-hmm. uh, even if you're an expert, a roofer, a public adjuster, an attorney, any of those folks that work or, or live within this industry, uh, as we do, Hans, um, yeah. to really just give you some advice or especially now just some tips to how to deal with these Florida home insurance claims process if you do have a claim uh um, and and it's usually damage to your home or structure that supersedes your deductible in my head that's where i'm at Mm -hmm. that's why i have insurance that's why i have car insurance if i get dinged uh sideswiped or rear-ended or whichever and the damages supersede my deductible then i'm probably going to go ahead and file that claim same thing for home insurance now, if you're worried about the claims, uh, 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 how do you want to say, the the loss runs, whenever mm-hmm. you go do shop for insurance, that's part of it. How many claims have you had the past three years? Well, a hurricane claim does not count against your loss runs. So, for instance, in the state of Florida, a recent big storm was Hurricane Ian. Mm-hmm. That was 9 yeah. 2022 so September 28th, um, and we have two years. The law was at that point in time, the law said you had two years to report first notice of claim, three right. years to supplement. Mm-hmm. So meaning that if you had a hurricane Ian uh, claim, you can still if you still haven't filed it, you still can. I
1: mean, it's, it's late. Yeah, it's we we don't advise waiting the the full term of the statute right. the statute, which is now eighteen months anyway.
0: Right today, it's eighteen months. Now back then, now because you're still on, living under that law, then you still have two years. But either way, so now the law has changed. We have now you have one year. One year. One mm-hmm. year to file first notice of claim, because I
1: mean, in the middle of there they they changed it once again, and then they changed it. I think three times. I think at the end it's, of the it's day. changed three times in five years.
0: I yeah. mean, it started out being five years, uh, you know, as as normal uh, law would would keep it, and that's for all storms. And mm-hmm. then they made it to where it's a hurricane. Then it was three years, and then five years. Yeah. And then they changed it to all storms, <laughs> two years, and then three years, and they changed it again, right. all storms to include all storms. One year to file first notice of claim, eighteen months supplement. Yeah. So it's really, really changed dramatically in the past five years on when you can report the claim so we just can tell you now that go ahead and as soon as you know that there is uh, that there are damages to your structure get it inspected whether it be a professional roofer whether it be a uh, contractor, uh, an estimator, uh, somebody that works in this arena, you can call an attorney directly. You can call a public adjuster directly if you're a consumer. Those are the two uh, industry professionals that can help you, an attorney or public adjuster. Uh, those public adjusters will, uh, or attorneys or experts would then be used uh, to evaluate the damages of the claim. And if they fall under the policy, then your public adjuster or attorney can then represent you. Or if you're a homeowner, you can get those estimates by the professionals like the roofer, the general contractor, submit to your insurance company, and hopefully get the claim ball rolling. And so with that, now, to understand, and today's show is going to be talking about what the FIGA. And so (laughs) um, a lot of people had those UPC policies, for instance, the United Property and Casualty Policies. That There was 91,000 policies issued in the state of Florida. Out of 6.5 million HO3 policies, 91,000 of them were united upc so and then, as as you guys remember, UPC is still alive and well. Uh, they just decided to dump Florida, and give all of their great policies over to. We talked about this guy before, over Bruce, the mountain,
1: over to over to Slide, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. they
0: slid them over to the Slide, and now Brian Lucas now had uh, the advantage of buying ninety one thousand policies, or the advantage of mm-hmm. taking ninety one thousand great policies, and then they uh, they they shaved off the claims and they sent those uh, anything that was claimed at that point in which they left Florida went over to FIGA. So the Florida Insurance Guarantee Association, that's what we're going to talk about today. Well, recently, I'll just keep it rhyming, though. Recently, they just got a stay uh, down by the bay. Just bang, okay, I couldn't. But uh, um, so UPC is now under a stay, meaning that they went back to the court and said, hey, we need more time. Uh, Which is
1: their second. I was there the first stay of six months. Correct. Now they're the second stay, so they'll have an entire year between, well, really for FIGA, which we're talking about today, to, to examine all those claims and actually start the process, hopefully. Right. So what that means, if you had a claim on a UPC policy,
0: then they're under a stay until it releases, I believe, on March 24th of 2024 uh, here. So next month, that stay will be released, and then you will have to bring your action against FIGA. Is that
1: correct? It is. Um, and But there's a lot of things that happen with that. Because you have to actually get a form from FIGA. What's interesting is when is you can't really, like normally you would call into the insurance and say, hi, I have a property claim. Um, what FIGA does, I think, for tracking purposes and the fact that they're they're run by the state, and it's Florence and uh, Florida Insurance Guarantee Association. Uh, they're like the safety net in case an insurer, a regular insurer goes out of business. Um, you have to contact them. They will then send you a form. They pick, they essentially, they assign a claim number to it and they send you a form to fill out. That becomes your notice of claim. And now you've already filed a claim in this instance you're talking not, about? I mean, not as I'm saying, no. You, you call them and tell oh. them, and then they send you a form. Okay. Then you fill it out. But the problem is they send it by mail. My understanding is, unless they've changed it recently, they send it by by U.S. mail. So you got to watch your mail. You get the form, you got to fill it out, and it's a variety of things you have to do, and then return it back to FIA. And at that point, then they start the process. <clears throat> the problem you're into is, like I said, with, um, um, is with, well, uh, well, what happens if you
0: already filed the claim and then it's just sitting there uh, well, doing nothing?
1: Well, I mean, obviously you would have originally had a claim with the insurer, the one who went out of business. Right. But then you have to advise Faga that you're essentially restating your claim with them. Uh, now, what they're supposed to do, and again, the, the reason that there's some, some vagaries, as we would say, is that what they're supposed to do is send you the form once they start reviewing the insurer's files and figuring out what, what all the claims are they're supposed to mail you the form. The problem is it doesn't really come in some big envelope that says, you know, important FIGA insurance claim. It just kind of comes, it looks like junk mail. A lot of people might have thrown them away. And the problem you have is that if I have a blank a blank FIGA notice of claim form, you really can't even use it because it's supposed to have a claim number on it. So when you mail it back in, obviously it goes, it gets attached to that file. Mm. So you have to be very, and this is where lawyers and public adjusters come in handy because there's deadlines to do that. And again, you can't just go, oh, no, it's the last day. Let me let me download the form off the Internet. No, no, no. You have to call them and write to call them typically and you can write to them and they will then send you the form. So mm-hmm. if you're a tight window, you, you literally can have trouble because you won't have a claim number assigned to your claim by FIGA. And that all sounds. Well, how bad is that? Well, if you don't submit it timely, which we always talk about on this show, then they can deny your claim because you fail to do so. So to the extent your insurer's out of business Mm. and and you as a consumer, it's hard to know when the, when the stay is lifted. It's normally six months from the date they go into bankruptcy. Again, with UPC, they asked their FIGA and UPC asked for an additional six months. So people are waiting a year, a year in order to, to get their, their claim started with FIGA. Wow. And, and, and FIGA also, just so we all know, well, I'll tell you is that FIGA is not responsible for attorney's fees so to the extent there might have been a claim for attorney's fees that your lawyer was allowed to make in addition to your benefits, by statute that claim that claim is gone. So I heard
0: this. Uh, uh, tell me, fact or fiction here? Sure, sure. Um, I heard that if you have if you bring a breach against FIGA and it's a full denial, then you'll be able to get attorneys' fees and costs. But
1: if it's, well, um, if your insurer denied the claim totally. Um, and then in interestingly enough, they have to actually affirmatively tell you they're, they're abiding and standing by the denial. So you can sue them and say, well, th- they, in fact, are, are denying my claim. And they'll go, we haven't actually said that. And you're like, well, you didn't well, pay you me. You didn't pay me, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it's weird. So when you when you actually set up the complaint against Faga, you have to actually state that they have affirmatively, and that's even in a statute. That, so, and, and just the passage of time is not a denial. Like with a normal insured, you go, hey, look, I gave you plenty of time. You didn't write to me. You didn't write right. back. So we're going to go sue you maybe that survives, but under FIGA, if you go to Sue FIGA, the, you have, before you can do that, you have, they have to make an affirmative mm-hmm. acknowledgement that they're not going to pay the claim. Well, what if you submit a notice of intent to litigate and give them 10 days and they don't respond? It doesn't, that's not going to apply to them for that, for that purpose. Um, mm. Cause they really run under their own time frame. Now we've done that just to kind of, to kind of poke the bear a bit to try to get some response to get them to say something, because a lot of times they, they go dark on you, and we always talk about it a little bit like, no offense to the nice folks at the DMV, because I will say the DMV's gotten much better over the years. Has it? Okay. Uh, at least I find, at least one in Seminole County, there's a good one on Westmont all if right. you're looking for a, a local office. Right. Well, let's talk about the DMV in Miami. But um, yeah, I don't think I want to go there. Right, I wouldn't imagine it's Like on so. the Claude Pepper building or something, yeah, it's just not something you want to do. <laughs> um, but with, all, with all that said, um, they're like a little bit like the DMV of insurance, where- you know, you get in a line, like I said, you mail it to them, they send you a form back, you fill it out, you mail it back in. They write They write you back, they don't write you back, they send a g- generic envelope, you're not sure exactly what it is or what it's for. They ask you a lot of questions, including do you, do you get Medicare? Well, oddly enough, there are things like that on that form. Mm. So you gotta fill that out, and then you have to provide them all the information and correct information. One thing you're allowed to do, once you make a claim, you can't submit another claim but you can supplement the existing claim you have, which I guess in theory makes sense. But if you but if you say, oh, I got more damages, and you call them and say, need to make a let's call it a new claim, you say they'll tell right. you you can't make a new claim. So most people go, oh, I guess I can't get reimbursed for these bills because I can't make a new claim. Right. No, no, you can supplement the existing claim, but you can't make a new one. Right. I mean, so there. I mean, you you can just tell from this discussion. Um, As I like to say, there's a Byzantine number of options of how things occur. And again, if you don't submit it timely, your claim is barred. Submit it timely, but want to supplement it, you have to do the supplement within the the statutory time period also. Mm -hmm. A lot of ways for your claim to go bad.
0: All right, right. So stay on top of it. Know where your claim is. Whether you're an insured, mm-hmm. whether you're an assignee of an insured, uh, I, as I am on many cases with UPC. Yeah, uh, I'm an assignor on many of them as a molded testing company or as a an engineering firm that had, did services for these folks, and then their insurer went out of business uh, theoretically or stopped writing here in Florida, and gave all the claim activity over to Figa, the Florida yeah. Insurance Guarantee Association, and now. Now they're chewing through them as they have with fednat which fednat rolled into monarch right and uh and and gave all their claims so there was really like avatar, avatar. which are uh, and policies that's it uh, st john's
1: went out st john's uh gulf stream right um, um and one thing too everyone should know FIGA, um, is paid by you. <clears throat> it's a, right. Luckily, it's a relatively small amount. But if you look at the back of your de- declaration sheet on your policy, usually at the very bottom, like the last couple of charges, there'll be a charge for FIGA, $20, $50, $100, whatever it might be. Because So FIGA is funded by the other policyholders. Luckily, mm-hmm. it's not a huge number. But just if you ever right. think to yourself, well, how do they do this? You, know, you actually pay part of that premium, part of that that. That debt or that requirement under your under your policy premium. That's right.
0: Every time you renew, you're paying that FIGA. It Used to be five dollars way back in the day. It's like right. a foot long, but mm-hmm. now it's like okay, it's like it's it's like the new twenty. It's like a hundred. <laughs> it's like the new twenty. You know nowadays. So right. um, is what I think I paid fifty dollars on my last FIGA or my last renewal on one of my policies or mm-hmm. something like that. So, anyways, it is small peanuts. Uh, in, in exchange for that, especially if you had an insurance carrier that did go insolvent and now you're getting paid by FIGA. You're like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Um, the thing
1: is, like you said, talking about FIGA, though, if FIGA chooses to aff- now, if they affirmatively deny your claim, mm-hmm. uh, again, they maintain the denial previously issued by your insurer, you can recover your attorney's fees in that situation from okay. FIGA. Okay. So I did hear you, that right. Yeah. That, so that, that, makes that sense. is correct. But if, if it's just uh, like, say, if they partially deny, then real, I mean, the, the statute is pretty clear that they have to, the, your, your insurer has to deny it fully. And, excuse me, and they would also then deny it fully. Then you get some recovery. But if you want to go kind of fight about the margins of it all at that time, there's no recovery. Right. If you win, you can't recover your attorney's fees from FIGA. So whenever you have a FIGA claim, the problem you run into is that if you come to see me, um, which I'm happy to help you with, the problem is that there's going to be some obligation of you to pay me uh, out of those proceeds. And that's the same for for anybody who's doing this type of work. I mean, sometimes the, the navigation of the claim can be helpful. I had a case yesterday where it was a smaller claim, obviously, but we went to mediation and they'd all, they'd previously offered zero. I got them to pay thirty thousand dollars, so you know that worked out okay. Um, yeah. And that can certainly so, happen. And my folks still got their still got their their, their roof replaced. Estimate you know. was
0: probably fifty five thousand,
1: right? Exactly. So we, so so we still made so you know honestly the firm was able to make make some money. Folks got a new roof. All, the, all that to pay was their deductible, and it all worked out. And we do that really every day.
0: That's nice. Yeah. Uh, that's good. That's good. Um, what was I going to say about the, um, man, so, so many questions come up. Oh, I guess it's the, an example would be you had hurricane damage from Hurricane Ian. That was the most right. recent biggest mm-hmm. storm over there. You turn everything into the insurer and the insurer says, hey, listen, we got some ensuing damages. Here's a little check uh, for the mm-hmm. uh, interior damages because right. everything got wet inside. Mm-hmm. But we're we're fully denying the roof. Yes. Now, would that be something you could get? I mean, they've issued some money, yeah, but they're, then they're like, I'm not coverage. giving you any more because we don't think <laughs> that the roof is is uh, is in need of full replacement.
1: And that happens often. And what Richard just referred to, he kind of, in the sense he said, is the ensuing loss. There's a policy, there's a, pre, a provision in your policy called the ensuing loss provision, which says that if your home, essentially for, for an example, if the interior of your home is damaged through some some water intrusion, let's say. Mm -hmm. They will pay for the damage to the interior, but if you say, well, the water came through the roof and they disagree because they say there's been no storm-created opening, then they may deny the roof itself while still paying you money. Now, in that situation, our position is that that is still suitable for what's called appraisal if your policy has an appraisal provision, and you can submit that to kind of a, uh, where you hire an appraiser, they hire an appraiser, and you hire what's called a... um, an umpire who acts as a judge, you, we do that often and, and and do it in a lot of cases, and it works out. We think well for for our clients. Yeah,
0: it would be because usually appraisal is for if there is open coverage
1: and there has to be open. If, if right. it's a total denial, you're not even entitled to go to appraisal. You you right. have to. It's either mediation or litigation right correct yes yeah,
0: yes at that point mm-hmm.
1: uh so to recap here
0: if you have a upc policy southern fidelity uh i doubt any other people have like saying maybe an old fed policy or um some uh some entity that you have a letter that went insolvent mm-hmm. and now you're with figa there was a, a a letter of stay or an amount of uh stay that you had to wait like mm-hmm. a upc policy which is now what i'm telling you march 24th 2024 uh and at that point then you could submit to FIGA now is there anything that they need to do
1: now right um, now well certainly if your insurer's gone gone out of a business even during the stay um if you hire us we'll call FIGA I'll call FIGA for you if you also want to try to work on of it yourself you want to try to be a bit of a squeaky wheel um, with FOG, even though the six month stay is, is existent, you, you kind of want to call them and bother them a little bit and go, hey, I called you last week. And you know, then, you, you know, just that. So when when the clock, when the flag does go down and it's time it's time for everything to roll, you'd rather be the squeaky wheel and they go, hey, let's deal with this guy first. Um, so certainly, because you want to make sure you get that notice of claim form, you want to make sure they know who you are, make sure they have your file. I mean, many a time we've submitted documentation and they go, we don't have it. Mm. you're like do well, you don't have it. Like, so well, don't know.
0: so that is so if a, if a homeowner is listening right now they've already submitted to upc uh and then now they're in a stay waiting period is there anything they need to do that they need to do between now and march 24th
1: um as far as the no i mean but but they need to, they really want to get that notice of claim in into figa even yeah. though
0: they've already made it to upc now they need to contact figa I mean, under yeah. the same claim number Right?
1: Well, Fage actually issues you a different claim number. So oh, I mean that because right. it's just it's like a linear number. It doesn't. It's not tied to a policy. or, You know, like certain um, like state firm used to always be a five nine before things along those lines. Mm-hmm. So no, you really want to stay. On, and and Foggy may say like, "Don't bother me. Just bother them." I mean, again, it's it's the DMV aspect. You want them to be familiar with you and go. Oh, here's somebody. Right. So squeaky wheel. It always call them. Always reach out to them. Say, I need to get my notice of claim. I'm. I want to submit my notice of claim. And then again, if you do that and then have supplemental damage, again, always realize you're not going to make a new claim from a terminology perspective, but you're All going right. to file a, supp- a supplemental claim if you have more damage that comes with it.
0: Right. And supplemental, just like you said, is like if you have a uh, tarp over your roof mm-hmm. and you've submitted a certain amount of claims, say $50,000 worth of damage, a new storm comes in, blows the tarp off, $10,000 worth of water damage comes back in, then you're going to add that additional to that uh, to that initial uh, Invoice. So right. if it was fifty thousand, now it's sixty thousand, or whatever it is. Now, and keep in
1: mind, I mean, when we talk about mm-hmm. supplemental claims, we typically mean um, not a new loss. Just from an example right. perspective, if there's a new storm that causes new damage, but certainly you may find that you have existing damage that gets worse. Um, if you if you have an issue with water intrusion, you can only stop it so much, and it causes additional mold or additional mm-hmm. uh, additional damage. That's not well that won't be a new claim. That's a supplemental claim if there's a new storm then you still have to make a new a new claim with Faga which is a, which is a, as difficult as is making an existing claim with Faga so right. you have to go through the process yet again if you have something else going on right. um what we usually find interestingly enough that that on a on a typical claim where uh, well whatever someone submits if you submit a claim let's say for 25,000 30,000 40, 50 FIGA always seems to offer 20 like they just, that seems to be like how about 20 you're like how About forty-five. Okay, okay, I thought about it. How about twenty? Right, <laughs> isn't that the same number you just said? I don't think so, but I'll pay twenty. You're like, oh, I swear to You're telling. me It's like me this that's their max authority or something. Yeah, it's like all have like, oh, yeah, like at the desk level. Yeah, I only do like twenty G's uh, at
0: a time. That's all I can they'll, chunk they'll do out. I'll say
1: twenty, and you'll go through like four claims. and be like. What about this one? Well, we looked at this one real closely. We're thinking twenty, and you're like, kind you of look at it closely because anyone say <laughs> <clears> twenty, <throat> but they do say twenty a lot, um, and they do seem to be they get relatively stuck on that number a lot of the times. Oh, so but we, we we usually we can work those things out. But it is funny. Uh, again, twenty five offer you 20, 50 offer you 20, 70 offer you twenty, and so you'll you'll hear you may hear that number a lot um well, that's great so
0: if you're an insured then and, and again we're always doing the uh we always encourage a diy you know for you to do it yourself so if sure. you're handy you know do your own drywall if you're handy you can do your own electrical if you're handy maybe you can do this you can figure this out too get a hold of figa and make sure even if you have their claim filed with upc go ahead and file call figa yep. and you see want if say, you can i want to
1: say i need to i want to make a notice of claim and they may say wait or call me in a month or whatever, whatever they tell you you just you got to stay on them because those time frames will come and go. and all of a sudden you'll think you got a lot of time you know because again, once you once you contact them, they have to mail you the form. Right. So so if it's if it's you know if it's due on Friday and you it's Tuesday, you're not like again, most of us think these days, oh, I'll download the form, then I'll email it to them and I'll be be fine. Again, there's a lot of questions on documentation they may want.
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe maybe you can talk them into emailing you if you get somebody on the phone and say, can you email me the form directly? But go ahead and file that claim again and get a notice of claim in with – FIGA if you've already had a UPC claim filed mm-hmm. if you had a representative like a public adjuster or an attorney poke them to go ahead and do that yep. now if you need an attorney this is where you're going to turn your attention to Hans Kennan with the Kennan Law Group how do they get a hold of you
1: sure my my cell phone as I always give out is 407-782-0258 and my office line is 407-464-HANS, which is 4267. Oh, there's the phone ringing right there now. There it is. But 407-464-HANS. We
0: have operators standing by.
1: Operators are, as a matter of fact, are standing by. Um, so if you need anything <laughs> from me, you feel free to reach out. Thanks awesome and that's that's the best way to do it it's get
0: representation uh, and make sure that you get paid for the damages that were done to your structure and that you paid your full insurance premium for yeah. that's that's really it um, and it's been a little while since FedNet I think that was one of the other ones uh, mm-hmm. that was recently went out that maybe you may have a, uh, a policy out then you're definitely dealing with FIGA at this point yes. it's just UPC is under the stake currently until March 24th 2024 mm-hmm. and at that point it's 100% FIGA at yeah. that point no oh, more yeah. upc
1: yeah upc stopped writing checks 11 11 whatever it'd be 11 months ago or something when the, when they went out they go out and that's really it and we, we i've had many a client with a check that got sent before the liquidation And by the time they got it they went into liquidation the check was bad yep bounced. yes yep.
0: and if that happened and you have to make a claim to figa to get that reimbursed you, do.
1: you would yeah there's no other recourse you have against the insurer at that point since they're out of business
0: there you go. And yeah. if they wanted,
1: a, I think your website, you got a new website too now, right? Yeah, so it's it's, uh, it's um,
0: KenanLawGroup.com. Ken, Ken,
1: Ken Thank you. Because I, 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 I had another one before. Um, and one thing about FAGA too is no matter how they treat you, you cannot sue Faga for bad faith claims handling. So they can treat you very poorly and you have no remedy against that. So Going back you know, to the DMV. Uh, <laughs> back to the DMV. So, so to the extent you, you, can, you can handle it, um, it's a good time to sharpen your people skills. Um, you know, and you try to kill them with kindness. I mean, something uh, because yelling at it doesn't get you really going to get you anywhere. Right. Um, so it's really more of a, a function of, of of pleasantries. And I know you, I know you got a lot of, and cl- know you have a lot of cases and a lot of claims. I'm sure that's tough on you. You know, I think you go that mm-hmm. route. You're gonna, you'll do better with them than than any other tactic you might try to. Yeah, use. I'm just here to help you get this one off your desk. Right, right. right. And whatever you need, you need forms. I always tell all my clients too if they ever ask, I go, if you want someone to give you money, the best way to get them to do that is give them all the information they want. Um, a lot of, a lot of lawyers I know will, will say, well, I'm waiting on that. I'll use that at trial. I'm like, it's not fair to the client. If we have information i will help you get paid today instead of a year from now or two years right, from now, right. turn it over. If the form says ask you questions that you think they should already know, which I get all the time, my clients who go, what do we need? They, they know the data loss. And I'm like, a, it doesn't matter. B, you got to fill it out and see if we're nice to these people. The odds of things going better um, are are certainly going to go up. <laughs> if, if, if really, I'm telling you, with, with the civil servant side, especially, you know, because those folks they got boxes to check, right? I mean, they uh, you know, and all the insurers do, but some of them are a little more flexible, a little more, you know, business. This is a business decision, you know, mm-hmm, things like mm-hmm. that. For people like Faga they're they're audited every year, just honestly like Citizens is, too, to a great extent. So, you, I mean, the, the, if they don't check all the boxes, fill out all the forms, th- they can't give you what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of you know, take a deep breath and go, all right, all right. I mean, the reality is, FIGO knows nothing about your claim. I right, mean, right. It just, it's not like they sit down with 30,000 claims when the insurers go out and say, all right, boys, let's all sit down and read 30,000. So when Mr. Smith calls, we'll be up to speed. Just doesn't work that way, right? Again, which is why you need to call them. You'd be nice. You give them your name, give them your birthday, whatever, <laughs> whatever, they, whatever they want, <laughs> and see if you can get it worked out. And I always say, and if you can't, uh, that's what that's what I do.
0: Nice, good. There it is, man. That's your. Uh What the FIGA. Yeah, what the FIGA. Update for you right there. Um, What's going on with FIGA if you have that type of UPC, FedNet, GolfStream, Avatars, any of those ones that went into receivership in the state of Florida and then gave those claims up to FIGA. That's your update there. Uh, March 24th, 2024 for all UPC. There's 91,000 policies out there. A lot of claims didn't happen for the September 28th, 2022 storm Mm -hmm. day, which is Hurricane Ian. A lot of those are still outstanding, and if you were one of them, then unfortunately you have to wait until after the stay is done uh, with the UPC stay. They went to court, got another six months, mm-hmm. and then it's going to FIGA. Um, what you can do now is contact FIGA and make sure that you had a, 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 a n- full Notice of claim. claim. Yep, notice of claim just, package filled just,
1: out. Just be nice and stay on them and, uh, and just make sure you don't miss any deadlines along the yep. way or give me a call if you don't want to.
0: There you go. And grab your ticket. It's like you go to Publix and you mm-hmm. pull the little ticket with a number on right it. for the deli, yeah. yeah, and you sit there and you wait. But at least... If you don't have a number you won't get called right <laughs> <laughs> so get your number is what we're saying what can you do from now get get your number and hold on to it mm, right and exactly. wait till after the 24th yeah, yeah. That's that's some good stuff there. All right, guys, if you like the show, Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Facebook, everywhere that we can stream or be recorded. Check us out for all of our uh, other shows and episodes and guests uh, with roofers, with uh, dry-out guys, with drywall guys and air conditioning folks, public adjusters, all of those different topics that you want to listen to if you're in this home insurance market as a consumer or as a service provider. This is the kind of stuff you want to hear thanks for joining us on the show very good see everybody next week that's right see you guys